I don't want to talk about this piece of shit movie for too long. So I'm going to kind of get in and get out. Kind of, It's going to be a little bit rushed, I guess, formatically. But uh, I don't know if that's a word. But um, I'm just going to kind of riff a little bit and get in and out. Um, the Tales of the Societal Podcast. And we will be talking about the societal butthole expanding atrocity. <laughs> I kept my movie streak going, my theater streak going, and I picked a bad movie to do that with because uh, Thor, Love and Thunder uh, was not good. It's not good for a lot of reasons. It's going to pretty much list reasons why it wasn't good. So, as I recall, I've list, I've watched. This is just the tickets. I may have had some that uh, I didn't have tickets for, but I believe I've watched the movie in the theaters. Every month this year, I believe so. I don't remember. Maybe, uh, but here's a street. Just, just, this is just my tickets. Batman. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Doctor Strange. Top Gun. And then Thor: Love and Thunder. I think you could have some of the movies I just listed, and they would still be more enjoyable. Like literally, just cut the rating in half. Make it whatever that would be, and it would still be a better watch. I really can't express to you how damn uh, inconsequential this movie felt, and <laughs> it just—it's it, literally like I just literally like I could even watch it. Like I just can take away the character performances that I enjoyed. I can take away that something here will probably matter in the future in a more enjoyable movie that has more stakes and it feels like it has more stakes. And other than that, I have two. Two hours or so that I watched, uh, basically nothing that matters. Gore's dead. His kid will probably matter. Um, I imagine. It seems that they're going younger. They're definitely going younger with the MCU. They're, they're going for like a uh, Golden State type thing. They're drafting super young people into the universe. Every single one at this point has either in tone it'll have younger people or directly recruited younger people. Uh and that's another thing that makes Strange to literally mirror this movie. I swear I fuck, I literally just watched like Strange 2 uh, again. But instead of it being kind of cool and quirky, well, not quirky, but kind of razor edgy, uh, it was chasing cheap gag humor and not a great movie. Um... I watched Strange twice. I watched Strange twice, and the second time I watched it felt more enjoyable than the first time I watched this movie, which is not good, especially for someone like me who does not rewatch stuff ever, much less two hour plus uh, films. So the fact that a two hour movie that I already watched was more enjoyable than this two hour movie that I've never seen, I've not watched many Thor content. I um, did not watch Thor 1, I did not watch Thor 2, I watched part of Ragnarok. And I primarily got most of my Thor content out of the Avengers movies, where he's been a, a, a buffoon for quite a while. Uh, here's just one quick thing. Why does he fucking suck? Can someone tell me why Thor is meant to fucking stink in this universe? I, I understand that at one point they had to kind of make him a lesser version of what he should be to match with everybody else and like the, you know, Avengers kind of power scaling. I mean, you know, this isn't Naruto or, or, you know, One Piece, but you kind of can't have an actual god coming through and just blowing the fucking place up with lightning and shit. When you have Black Widow, Hawkeye, 
super strong green guys as kind of contemporaries. I get it. But we have this point now where like, we're introducing concepts like Eternity. And somehow this guy is still being fucking beaten alive by dudes with just fucking swords and some remote powers. But for the most part, it's getting a shit kicked in hand-to-hand contact, combat. I don't understand this shit. Why does he fucking stink still in these fucking movies? He's fucking weak as hell. I watched Wanda transmit through time. And with the power of the the, the the good book, fucking one-shot it, Fantastic Four's finest, uh, Captain Marvel 2.0, uh, Captain America, you know, the female equivalent, and then out-minded Professor S. Like, ment- out-mental-battled, out, out whatever the fuck you want to say, out-psychokinesis Professor S. And that shit's back to back to back. <laughs> you you mean to t- you mean to tell me? You honestly mean to tell me that? And this I understand was with the power of the dark hole, which is this, you know, super powerful thing, right? But that's pretty fucking powerful. And as I understand, she was only allowed to kind of use Dark Hole because she was such a high potential conduit of magic, of power like that. So even before that, she was strong as fuck. I mean, she like smush-faced Thanos and took the motherfuckers... Uh, no, that was Captain Marvel took the ship down. But this woman was probably the most powerful motherfucker in the universe. I'm sitting here thinking... This nigga's supposed to be a god. I <laughs> and this isn't Fat Thor anymore. Like, this isn't Fat Thor have having fought in a while Thor. Still, you know, kind of uh love stricken, I guess, uh, which is the magic of this entire movie. Uh, but he's pretty much back in his, you know, physical fighting prime. And he's not in the same fucking realm as every time he goes against Gore, he got his shit st- uh fucking punched in. This shit made me think this nigga's Vegeta. I'm like, yo, this is Vegeta against Goku Black. Smack the shot at the dude, come back. Smack the shot at him again, come back. Smack the shot at him again. And then his fucking girls that come through and save the day. This dude has the power of Thor, uh, Zeus's lightning bolt, too, now. Uh, last time around. And still gets the shit smacked out of him. I, 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 you can't even say it's because like he um, didn't intend on killing him. Because once they got... The children behind and free, he had freedom to go into killing intent mode, and it seems as if that he was hitting him with his full power. He just got his shit kicked in again, and this wasn't in the shadow realm this time. Just in a neutral playing field, he got his shit kicked in again. I don't understand that shit. If if Jane Foster's to come through, he's dead. What the fuck is happening? I don't understand why he's so fucking weak. Like, the power scale, he's not even, like, if you go by everything we've seen since Infinity War on, Captain Marvel was in a different league as a motherfucker. Because even with the uh, Illuminati, pretty much supposed to be, like, the protectors of realms, the strongest out there, Black Bolt, incredibly powerful, smartest motherfucker on the planet, uh, Reed Richard, um, was supposed to be the smartest anyway, the way he looks in that movie fucking a sped, but um and you have Captain America who I don't know why 
anyway. Um, and then Doctor Strange, who was you know Earth's mightiest magician or whatever, was on that before he got killed or before he asked to be killed. And then you had Captain Marvel. So Captain Marvel pretty much is supposed to be, you know, about one of the strongest people in the you know in the general realm that they uh, reside in. Uh, one of you know, from, first of all, good guys go. I don't know saying that that means exactly that she is stronger than Thor, because I'm sure Thor wouldn't want to serve on the Illuminati, you know, even ask. But everything you've been presented for about three or four years now is that Captain Marvel is stronger than Thor. <laughs> and I don't understand why. I don't understand why this dude. And the, the worst thing about it is he gets these part of these cool concepts like gods and eternity, you know, you know all that pretty high level universal stuff usually kind of falls to, to his um to his feet outside of like magic, you know, magic stuff, different realms, I know it's a different place. But for the most part, the universe that they reside in and the holier concepts usually falls with Thor. And even with that being the case, he gets his ass kicked in every single movie. I don't understand that shit. In every single movie he is fodder, he takes hits, he gets a little bit of a training montage. He comes back, his ass kicked again, and he trains again, his ass kicked again, and then he gets Milner back and gets his ass kicked again, and then Milner leaves, and then he gets his ass kicked again. Uh, once Milner, <laughs> he has to get it back and gets his ass kicked again. I don't understand this shit. <laughs> He's got three fucking weapons, and all three of them did not help him get his, not get his ass kicked until Jane Foster came back. I don't understand why he has to suck dick. Also, another thing, and this is not meant to be funny. I. I think there should be more representation of all levels in movies of minorities, which, you know, you can decide to yourself, you know, which minorities are more minorities. I'm not scaling minorities here, but I'm just saying LGBT people have gotten, you know, progressively more uh, thoughts and processes in the making of the Marvel movies. But the ones that are overtly, like, pro-LGBT, aside from being just like, you know, neutral LGBT, I guess. All those movies suck. Eternals was not a good movie to anybody. And this movie was not a good movie either. Why do the pro-LGBT movies for Marvel stink? How about you put some pro-LGBT shit in the damn next Spider-Man movie? Those are all good. I don't remember that having any, any pro-LGBT stuff, which I'm not saying it has to have that. I'm not asking for that. But I'm just saying... Stuff with the fucking. And I'm not even like being serious here, but I am just I am just recognizing that the coincidences, all of the LGBT LGBT outward stuff in this is put in the bad fucking Marvel movies. Um, I don't know what the fuck that's about. I I, I just something to think about. I guess I don't know. It's something to think about really, because I, I don't I don't know. I thought they did. I thought they handled LGBT related content pretty well in this movie. Um. They did it in a kind of like, um, you know how in some in some uh, animal kingdoms they have like, uh, they're like intrinsically homosexual. Uh, they mate with other, I, I've, I've heard of it before. I mean, I've read it in a certain, certain uh, species. But certain, certain species do tend to like basically gravitate towards like homosexual relationships. And that's kind of what we saw with the, I think his name is Core or whatever, the rock dude. The Rock dude, it seems that's pretty much how they, they, you know, get out the mud, you know. So, I mean, I thought that was cool. Uh, it wasn't anything, you know, heavy-handed, but it was just like, this is what it is, you know. Uh, it was done well. 
and then Tessa Thompson's character pretty much is presented as being, you know, slyly. Uh, I, I think it goes to her background, which I wouldn't know about her background very much because I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch the previous Thor movies. But she seems to lean, or she, uh, as uh, her kind of, I don't want to say her people, but like, seems to be like something within her community to be kind of, you know, we're on the same team. You, you remember that part from the movie, talking to, to Thor, we're on the same team. Uh, when Thor like mentions you're having feelings, and I thought that was well, I thought that was actually pretty well done. YTD is capable of producing good dialogue, but I'll be damned if there's just so many moments that I was like, This is it's like he's trying to make an acceptable Marvel, you know, uh, conversation, especially as far as Thor movies go, like humorous and lighthearted and all that stuff but damn man i'm like yo this this is too gimmicky like this is too childish and all that shit uh i'm gonna read i'm gonna read a review from the guy i follow uh i think it's dude went to school or some shit like that uh he watched it july 9th so a day before i did i believe this is i think i think last week's opening weekend so maybe i'm a week behind but whatever this was yesterday I don't think I've seen a prime, a more prime example of a director getting so incredibly in his own way. Taika Waititi is a director who needs a lot of restraint to work. I've seen this same sentiment earlier today when I was complaining about the movie. Um, I think a lot of what made Ragnarok work is this novelty in a time the MCU was so incredibly formulaic. Yeah, as bad as this, as bad as I feel like some of these Phase 4 movies have been, some of those uh, non-Infinity War setting up Phase 3 movies, even worse. Well, maybe not worse, but yeah, I don't know. Phase 4 movies been fucking terrible. Uh, and Jojo Rabbit succeeds almost entirely on the fact that his tones are so expertly weaved together. But Love and Thunder does not have that esper feel to it. Honestly, it feels like a very immature Marvel movie. It spends aspects crushed under the weight of a script that feels half-baked for half its runtime. Run and almost like a different movie for the other half. As I said before, the script is so obviously the issue here. So the first half is a comedy in the vein of Ragnarok, but it feels a bit more juvenile. Wink, wink. The humor just doesn't land as easily as Ragnarok's did. Every once in a while, I'll make me smile a bit, but I straight up did not laugh at the movie a single time. Just past the halfway point, the movie shifts a tiny bit towards its more dramatic ideas. It still has lackluster humor, but it focuses a lot more on the character's conflicts. The second half is actually really good for what it is. It allows Taika to flex his dramatic chops a bit more as a writer, which has always been a better shot to me. And also, it actually feels like there are themes in Marvel movie, which is a rare coincidence or occurrence, my bad. Outside of that, Thor, Love, and Thunder is super significant to me. Just perfectly fine action scenes, perfectly fine hero stuff, perfectly fine pacing. The effects work is especially shoddy here, which adds to my theory that Marvel keeps resting their VS, VFS teams and giving them unrealistic expectations of constant time crunches. It's a $150 million uh, budget movie, by the way. Fucking insane. Because I... Marvel is getting to this, this like, I guess, event horizon to reference something else in the movie, uh, where they continuously are fucking themselves by uh, making it like wider and wider what they're trying to accomplish with these virtual effects, but shitting them on themselves more and more uh, to be graphic. I suppose they're they're going too big and it's not delivering all the time. Um, this. A lot of movies I thought they are doing virtual effects a lot better than them. And they now own Avatar. 
which I'm praying, I, I don't think you can really replicate how advanced Avatar 1 was in today's realm, but with how important the cinematography and the effects are to that movie back in 2009, I have to hope that Marvel can figure out a way, I mean, Disney can figure out a way to not fuck that up. Um, Christian Bale, Tessa Thompson, and Natalie Portman all stand out. Yep. They're the most consistent parts of the movie without much of a doubt. Bale especially is bringing a lot of unique qualities to a villain that could have been super boring. Yep. Uh, but overall, the movie just does not stick out. It adds more fodder to my ever-growing superhero fatigue. Yep. And it's the problem is that this movie, as I put somewhere else, feels like it's been made, I want to say three three different times, but at least three different ways and very similar in, in tone. Um, I compared it to Ant-Man 2, which is when he gets the girl back. Um, I compared it to Strange 2, which is where he gets the girl back uh, and fights a uh, corrupted individual that is possessed by demonic influence. And that demonic influence is basically tempting him to take over the, not take over the universe, but use universal level power to do very shallow level shit. Um, you know, and there's another one too, uh, Garden of Galaxy 2. I said that because of the humor felt pretty mm, to me. It's like Marvel cannot, well, Spider-Man movies, uh, but it seems like Marvel really struggles to put like two consecutive good movies together in these uh, these uh, comical franchises they have. And a couple of them are more comical than other ones, but I would say these two are definitely more comical, more, uh, they got to stick with the humor to work. And with this movie, not sick of humor at all. It's, it was so bad that the balance between seriousness and humor. And like, like uh, I think his name is Josh Wilbur. Like Josh says here, that second half, dude, feels like a decent movie because it's serious or stakes. He finds out about the cancer. It works better. But then you see Thor gets ass kicked again. I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't work well enough for me to forget that. That's not a bad movie. Like, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I just don't think there's any reason to ever revisit this movie ever again. I don't think there's any stakes that matter. I think that Hercules will matter going forward. Uh, Thor not being dead. I mean, Zeus not being dead seems to be relevant to me. Um, and then the gods being active warriors in this multiversal battle that we uh, are now being met with in in, uh, in the MCU. That seems to matter to me. Now, based on what I just saw here, I'm not sure how much <laughs> the God can matter. I'm, I'm going to assume that that little get-together that Zeus had was not the most powerful gods because, Lord, they just let them come through there and just fuck up things very easily. So I'm assuming that it just wasn't the most powerful gods there at that moment. I'm hoping. I'm praying. It's cool we're getting to kind of Greek mythology, though. Uh, I was under the auspices that Greek mythology existed in this universe, in the comic universe, but I obviously don't read the comics. So it's cool to see kind of a little bit more, um, you know, I guess godliness being added to this this uh, ballerina that we have here. And I'm going to read these comments in response to Josh Wilbur's uh, Letterboxd review. 
And then I guess we'll end there because I don't have much to say. There's not much good, I guess. Uh, most of the good was in the characters. The cast was a great cast. Uh, Bell was fantastic. Anytime you can have Bell play some guy that's a little bit off his rocker, that's always going to be some good shit. Um, I thought the sound was the sound sound score. The score the score was okay. Uh, soundtrack, you know, I mean, it's only so much dad rock you can hear, and they're making like basically this kind of eighties influenced uh, movie. It really felt like, especially with the presentation of it. Uh, we just saw Stranger Things like you know two weeks ago, so I think I'm right on that one. Had enough eighties dad rock for the rest of my life. Welcome to the Jungle. I've heard that movie. I've heard that shit way too many times. I don't know why people can use a Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, Crazy Train. It, fucking stop. Don't use that shit ever again. We've had enough. Um, we've had more than the fuck enough. All right, I'm gonna read these comments. Is there anything else good from this movie? I don't. I don't. I can't. I don't. I don't know. The the oh yeah the the weapons. I think I kind of touched about it a little bit earlier, but the weapons are really fucking cool. The weapons. The design of, of Thor's, like, kind of get-up always delivers, in my opinion. As far as the look of the character goes, I thought he always looks good. I like the kind of yellow lightning instead of the blue lightning. Uh, I, thought, I thought that was cool. Um, I hope they can just kind of figure out kind of a good balance between what he has. Seems like Stormbreaker uh, is going to now be kind of his daughter's thing, quote-unquote his daughter. And I assume the lightning bolt is in... Valkyrie's hands now. Cause I don't think it doesn't seem like his style to use that as a full time thing, but I don't know. It's cool. I thought it was a good design. Peyton Pilot, I believe this is this guy's name. Peyton Pilot. If you're fatigued by superhero movies, why see it? Some of your points are valid, but I don't see how that brings your rating so low. It's a Marvel movie. I don't know what you're expecting. It's not going to be just a grand, super serious film. Josh Wilbur. As with every Marvel movie, I went hoping that it would be the one that fits my super fatigue. The fact that it didn't do that isn't a criticism at all. All the reasons that it didn't fits it are my criticisms. Yes, it's a Marvel movie. I expected to enjoy it because I enjoy a lot of Marvel movies, but I just did not feel like it reached that level that even something like Thor Ragnarok hit. Pain Pilot. That's fair. I think what this movie was is Taika doubling down on what he did in Ragnarok and a lot of the criticisms seem to me be most of, see me be most of what other people are saying. That might just be a lot of people have criticisms that are similar. Wink, wink. I think I think made what he wanted. To, still, fucking good grief. I think made what he wanted to make, and it would get missed reviews. I hate that you enjoyed much though. This guy's review. He gave this shit three stars in terms of a number, like a numerical rating. What he described this movie as could be worse than three stars. The fact that he gave it three stars is a little bit, you know, generous. I gave it two and a half. Uh, it feels like a five out of ten movie to a six out of ten movie. Anything higher than six out of ten would be a little bit dicky, at the very least. Anything under five would probably be hating a little bit. It's not a bad movie. It's just not a particularly good one. I don't understand. I, I know a lot of Marvel fans have kind of been up in arms recently because of some some, some certain things. Uh, you know, I know that the um, Sam, the buddy that is Sam Wilson, black. That's what's important. Black. He's black. Um, this black brother, black. He's black, and because he's black, he came to Captain America. <laughs> that's, that's really that simple. I'm gonna I'm gonna delineate all of the complaints 
from these fucking nerds that are complaining about him being referred to as Captain America going forward. It's because he's black. Moving past that. Um, the movie wasn't very good. I hope you guys enjoyed this review. I'm going to insert an ad read somewhere in the midst of this, but it's very free-flowing. It's not an actual review of you and like a very minute thing. Because really, there wasn't that much that differs this from most other Marvel movies that are kind of meh. Uh, you have your Marvel movies that have stakes in building the... Um, that have weight in building the stakes of the MCU going forward. You have the Marvel movies that are just there for... Because motherfuckers need to see Thor every couple of years. This was a ladder. See you later. Peace.